I'm Sarah Rose, and this is the Mind Body Academy podcast. I'm here to teach you how to think yourself slim. It's not brain surgery, and I promise you can do it too. Listen in to find out how. Hey everybody, so good to be here with you. It's a good day to have a good day if you find a reason why, and my reason is that I get to be here recording this and talking to you. (laughs) Okay, so here we go. Today I'm going to be telling you about what weight loss coaching is in the way that I coach on it. If you are like 99.999% of people (laughs) who have ever wanted to lose weight, your automatic reflex probably wasn't to look into hiring a life coach to help you do that. The typical approach to losing weight is usually some variation of eat less, move more. So maybe you have thought about hiring a personal trainer or a nutritionist or a dietitian, someone like that. Maybe you already have. So I just wanted to address some of the questions I get around what weight loss coaching is and how I approach it. So what underpins weight loss coaching in the way that I teach on it and the way that I coach on it is what's called causal coaching. Most people, when they first come to me, tell me that they have a weight problem, but I always tell them (laughs) you can lose the weight and not have solved your problem. What the what? (laughs) What I mean by this is that if you lose the weight without a clear understanding of what was causing the weight gain, you will have fixed the problem, but not solved it. To understand the difference between fixing and solving, think about it this way. If you go to the doctor because your arm hurts and they prescribe you pain medication, you can make that pain go away. But if the pain keeps coming back and coming back and coming back and you keep going back and the doctor finally asks you, why do you think your arm hurts? And you tell them, well, you think that maybe you broke your arm. Then they can get to work on fixing the broken arm, on healing the cause of the pain. So your weight isn't your problem. Your weight isn't causing your problem. It's the symptom. Most people who struggle with overeating try to fix the overeating by restricting their food or going on a diet or trying to out-exercise their current diet. You've probably done this before yourself. I know I used to. And when you do this, though, you likely aren't asking yourself why you're struggling with overeating in the first place. Why are you going to the food? Why are you eating more than your body requires for fuel? What's really going on there with you, right? So when you ask yourself, why am I overeating? Then you can start to get to work on the cause. And the cause is always going to be internally driven. The weight is the external manifestation of that. The cause, in this case, is the over-desire for the extra food, which is caused by excess hormones and dopamine in the brain and the body. It has a lot to do with how you're thinking about food, your body, your life. So when you solve for that, the problem goes away. So in Think Yourself Slim, I help my clients resolve the cause, the hardest part, and that is ultimately what ends the yo-yo cycle of dieting and self-sabotage and allows them to achieve the weight loss in a way that is simple and sustainable, even if their circumstances change. Because they have an awareness of cause, so 
even if their weight would change, they would know exactly what was causing it. And because they have the tools and strategies, they would be able to do something about it. Now, there are so many, so, 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 so many examples of people who have had these huge weight fluctuations because they didn't have this awareness of cause. We see this in a lot of celebrities, right? Who are struggling with their weight very publicly. Many of them manage to lose a lot of weight very quickly a lot of the time, but they always seem to gain it back and then some. Something I can speak to from my own experience is that if you don't deal with the cause, you can lose the weight and still be struggling with the weight in a thinner body. I tried to hate myself into a better body, but all that ever got me was a different body to practice hating and judging myself in. It was miserable and it felt like it wasn't worth it and it was not at all what I anticipated in terms of how I actually felt and was connecting and relating to my body. All I could see were the flaws and things I wanted to improve on and it was this endless cycle and I thought that it had to be that way in order for me to achieve and maintain the results that I wanted to create for myself until I decided that there had to be a better way and I went about figuring out that better way, which is what I now teach. This is why the way that you lose the weight matters. I would say even more than the result. I mean, just ask yourself, is the result without the relationship really the result you're after? Without the relationship, you can't sustain the result in the long term. So just ask yourself, why do you want what you want? Is it so that you can feel better in your body? Well, no feeling is final. So making ourselves feel good is something we have to practice getting good at. It's not something we arrive at. It's not a final destination. That's a big aspect of weight loss coaching. The moment you notice yourself judging and shaming yourself is the moment you have to be on to yourself and start telling yourself that you are slowing your weight loss down, way down. You have to be building up that relationship with yourself if you want to be able to enjoy and appreciate and sustain the progress that you're making. So I thought I would also explain where weight loss coaching makes a difference and where it doesn't. Weight loss is different than fitness. Now, most people conflate the two, but they're actually different and related, right? Once you start feeling like you understand your body better and its sensations of hunger, how to eat, then in the coaching work that I do, we focus on exercise as another way to build up that connection to your physical body, but always as a way of focusing on building your mental health and your commitment to yourself. Exercise in the way that I teach it is about learning to challenge and cherish your body in equal measure. So you're not using it as a way to punish yourself or earn your food. Because if you're approaching it that way, then you're undermining the built-in intelligence of your body to take care of you. Lots of people try to out-exercise a bad diet and you simply can't. Food is not just calories. Food is information. Every bite of food that gets digested by your body sends coded instructions to your brain and body that create health or disease. What you choose to put at the end of your fork is literally programming your biology, which is powerful stuff to know because you can upgrade your health 
one bite at a time by bringing mindfulness to what you're eating and how you are consuming it. When it comes to weight loss, it turns out that the quality of our food matters a lot more than the quantity of our food. It's not just a matter of calories in, calories out. What your food is doing to your hormones, more specifically insulin, is what matters the most. Weight loss coaching is not a replacement for working out. Let me just say that really clearly. (laughs) Working out is amazing, amazing, amazing for all kinds of reasons like confidence building, muscle building, and overall health and well-being. It can and should be a part of your life, but most people try to overhaul their diets and their level of physical activity all at once. This usually overwhelms them. And so even though it seems logical that burning more calories would get rid of more pounds, researchers have found that the body responds by craving more food, so increased exercise doesn't necessarily lead to long-term weight loss, right? If we're eating more because we're exercising more, that kind of shifts the scales, (laughs) That's why as a weight loss coach, what we focus on first in Think Yourself Slim is eliminating the over-desire for the food, processing urges, and understanding the difference between when you're hungry and when you're hangry, and what to do when you're hangry, what to do when your body is not actually needing the extra food, but it's showing up in what feels like hunger. Essentially, here's what's involved with the coaching. Coaching is essentially a conversation in which you get perspective on your brain and how you are thinking about your current problems in an entirely different way. What we're doing is we're getting into your thoughts. (laughs) So my job is to show you the effect your current thinking is having on your life and your capacity to produce your desired result. Everybody would agree that they are not their thoughts right? That their thoughts are not reality. But if we grab one particular thought, we see how easily we can experience our thoughts as reality. I just can't lose the weight. I've tried everything. These thoughts just feel like facts, like we're making observations, feel like being the operative words here because they feel very matter of fact, but they are in fact just thoughts. When our thoughts feel true, we don't even think to question them. And that's how they can end up causing so much trouble in our lives. We cling to them like Gollum and his precious. Just think about it. In Lord of the Rings, the ring dominates the will of the wearer. And our thoughts rule over our will in our minds in that same way. Without the awareness that the thoughts are having such an impact on how we are approaching our lives. So my job as a coach is to ask you questions that you would never think of asking yourself to access the awareness of those thoughts. Once you have the awareness of those thoughts, then my job is to help you see the effect of that thinking. So when you tell yourself that you are out of control, you can see that that leads you to act out of control and then you can see what kind of results that produces when it comes to how you're eating and your weight. So I show you your thinking and what kinds of results it produces. And then I show you how to change your thoughts. It sounds so simple, but our thoughts are like sliding glass doors between us and reality. 
we think we're just making observations about reality because we don't see the door and we keep bumping into our thoughts all of the time because of this. And because we feel the emotion that they create, they just feel true, remember? So they feel like the realest thing. When you change how you think, then you can change the way that you feel and how you act and ultimately what your results will be. That is the process I use to blow my clients' minds over and over and over again. Even though intellectually we can wrap our minds around this, in practice it's much harder to implement. Often we can't get ourselves there by ourselves. We're too in it to see it. It's in our blind spots. It's what we don't see about ourselves. Becoming aware of our thoughts, being able to separate them out from reality and changing our thoughts are skills. They're not something we're automatically good at. If we were always thinking about our thinking, we'd all just be sitting there dribbling down our chins and we'd never get anything done. (laughs) And coming up with new thoughts is hard because our focus is so absorbed by what we're already believing because of our current habits of thinking. As the coach, I'm helping you do that and I'm teaching you the skill of being able to coach yourself in that same way. You're learning how to rely on your own coaching ability of yourself. You're learning how to create visibility on your mind to see which thoughts and emotions are driving all of your current actions and inactions because those actions are what are creating your current results. That's what I mean by thinking yourself slim. It's seeing that association between the way that we're thinking and what our results will be. But recognize that when most of us want to change something about our lives, like our weight, notice how we tend to focus on taking new actions, like trying a new diet or juice cleanse. But without understanding why we're doing what we're doing now, we can't ensure we'll be able to take the new actions consistently. We would require a whole new set of thoughts and emotions to produce the new behavior. Otherwise, we're white-knuckling it and relying on willpower. The problem with that is that willpower is something that we have in limited supply. We deplete that supply with every decision that we have to make throughout a day and with the amount of stress we're taking on that day. Instead of asking, how can I increase my willpower?, The better question is to ask, how can I eliminate my reliance on willpower altogether and still be able to follow through consistently? That is what I teach by giving you the skills and tools to coach yourself and actually change the way that you think on purpose when you want to. And that's what determines what you do and what your results will be. Then you are also able to generate the emotions you need to feel to take action on demand. So coaching is not advice giving. It's different from consulting or mentorship in that way. I'm not telling you what to eat or what exercise program to follow. Of course, I offer suggestions and guidance and direction on those things. But more importantly, I help you become self-reliant to come up with your own process for creating the weight loss formula that works for you. The expert on you is you. You can borrow from the wisdom of others and get direction from someone like me, but ultimately you're the one who knows what works for you and your body and your current stage of life. That's what 
turns your process into a way of life. It requires you to invest your time and energy into your relationship with your body, meeting yourself where you are now. It requires you to listen to it and to begin to trust it. You and your body are on the same side, I promise. You need to keep it that way though and listen to it if you want it to listen to you about releasing some fat. As long as you are imposing these diet plans and programs on your body that feel like they go against your body, they feel like choices against your body, instead of making choices for your body to take care of your body, you will be in a struggle that never ends. That's why you need to be 100% behind the choices you're making. They have to feel like they're coming from you. Now, even though this process is really empowering, a lot of my clients when they first come to me are a little freaked out because they're used to having someone tell them what to do and they feel out of control and they want to be managed. And I help them get out of that diet mentality so they can ditch the diet rules for tools that empower them to be in control of their own choices. Excess weight isn't a sign that you're out of control and that you need to be managed. Let me make that very clear. I see it as an opportunity to become more aware of some of the most important work in your life and to go in and find out what that work is for you. Because the weight is always a physical manifestation of an internal issue. Those internal issues are the cause of your weight. Once you solve the underlying issue, the weight will start to come off without it feeling like such a struggle. Okay, so let me tell you one specific strategy that we use to do this, to change the thinking. When I work with people, I teach them what's called the model. That's the core of everything that I teach. I teach you how to change your thoughts using this specific tool, and this is the tool that will help you think yourself slim. The basic premise of the model is that all of our problems are in fact thought problems, and how we know this is that what may be a problem for you may not be a problem for someone else. So what determines whether something is a problem or not is how we think about it. Why this matters is because you have control over what is a problem and what isn't. You have the power of decision and interpretation over your life. The problem is that most people don't own that they are the creators of their problems. They think their problems are outside of them. And the problem with that is that you lose control over solving the problem when you experience it that way. Now, I am not suggesting that you not think of anything as a problem. I am just inviting you to recognize that it's your thinking that's making it a problem and to evaluate what effect that thinking is having on your life right now. Is it actually serving you so that you're doing something about it? (laughs) Very often the answer is no. Let me give you an example. If you're following a diet and you're thinking to yourself, I'm not doing it right and you feel a sense of failure because of that. Very often this leads people to give up on their diet, which creates the result that you're not doing it, which reinforces the belief that you're not doing it right. It's a very defeatist way of thinking. Instead of figuring out how to do it right, how to make it work for you, you're giving up on the goal altogether. We don't even realize that this is the effect of our thinking. We just think we feel failure because of the diet. But the reason we're feeling failure is because of how we're thinking about the diet. 
So the model is a five-step process that allows us to see this clearly so that we can understand it and understand the effect that our current thinking is having on our life. The model allows us to separate our thoughts and feelings from reality and change those thoughts so that you can take more deliberate, purposeful action towards the result you want to be creating. Without the model, it's very difficult to access the insights and creativity that allow us to convert our problems into projects, into something we're just working on. So we're not just developing habits of doing with the coaching, we're also developing habits of thinking and being. It's not just about the body you create, but the brain and the body that you create together. The brain and the body is what creates the experience of the body. Most of us get that we are not our toes. A little less obvious is asking yourself, are you the fat on your body? Of course not. (laughs) You're not fat because you have fat, just like you're not toes because you have toes. And most of us understand, at least intellectually, that we're not our thoughts. So if we are not our bodies and we are not our thoughts, who are we? We are who we create ourselves to be. If you're not building an identity as the person capable of achieving and fully embodying that body you want to create, it won't feel any better living in the body that you imagine yourself wanting than living in the body you have now. I can promise you that. I want you to consider that your brain has like a million very specific things that it thinks that you should be doing to improve yourself that are driving you crazy. When we should all over our lives with these craptastic thoughts, it gets us nowhere super quick. It keeps us in a spin. I call it feel like crap syndrome. It pretends to be necessary. It pretends to motivate us into action, but it really doesn't. It doesn't sell you on you or your goal, or your capacity to achieve it. When you're able to see that kind of thinking, you'll understand why it's been so impossible to change anything. Weight loss coaching is much more process-oriented. If you are currently exercising or eating in a way that you could not see yourself doing for the rest of your life, you are not solving your issue. You are fixing it. And all this extremism is what keeps you riding the struggle bus. You just can't get to where you want to be fast enough to feel better about yourself. It keeps you on this on-again, off-again bandwagon. It completely interferes with your ability to actually change. So these are some of the main ways I work with my clients. And I wanted to give you some insights and perspective into that. Think Yourself Slim is not just us (laughs) singing kumbaya and visualizing the weight away. It's much more involved and practical. It's about managing your mind the way you would any other asset you value because your brain is your most valuable asset. It has processed every single decision you've ever made. Just think about that. So if you're ready to get yourself mentally fit to start your weight loss journey, Be sure to be on my email list because I'm going to be launching a seven-day weight loss jumpstart called The Startup of You, and I want you to be the first to hear about it, get in on it, all of the things. 
If you're looking for another way to start working with me right away, just go ahead and fill out an application at www.mindbody.academy slash start now to start the process of enrollment in Think Yourself Slim. Or you can do that by clicking the link in this podcast. It's not just a sign-up process online. I actually take you through a consultation after you apply because I need more information from you to see what you want and to see whether you would be a good fit for the program. There are a couple of things we just need to assess together. There is only one of me and many, many of you. (laughs) So be sure to take advantage of booking your consultation today. So if you've been thinking about it and you're not sure and you've just been putting it off, don't wait. You need to do now if you want to have one of those consultations be with you. I would love to have some of you podcast listeners in. Let's get a move on this. Let's get thinking yourself slim. I'll see you there. Hey you. Yes you. Are you ready to overcome your struggle with weight once and for all? I want to invite you to join my program, Think Yourself Slim, where you'll learn that losing weight won't solve your problem. Your problem is what's causing the weight gain. I'll help you train your brain to solve the cause, the hardest part, so you can lose the weight the way you plan on living it. Just head over to www.mindbody.academy slash start now and let's start a transformation today.